Welcome to Folk Tales, a podcast series for anyone who loves spending time on, in or by the water. I'm Dominic Zamet, Director at Boat Folk, and throughout this series I'll be speaking with guests from our coastal communities to hear their stories and to learn what life on the water means to them. At Boat Folk, we're all about the people, and today we join Hasla Marina Manager Ben Lippiet as he speaks with his senior birthing master Jordan Paulette about life before Boat Folk. What led him to becoming part of the Hasla Marina crew, what his journey with Boat Folk has meant to him so far. Let's hear how they got on. Hello and welcome to another Boat Folk podcast. My name is Ben Lippiet, Marina Manager, Hasla Marina, and I'm here with Jordan Paulette. Senior Birthing Master at Hassel Marino. Hello, Jordan. Hey, how are we doing? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. We are here to really celebrate the people in our business. And why Jordan, you're asking? Well, it'd be nice just to uh, take a little bit of time to get to know Jordan in his own right anyway, but actually to really reflect on his meteoric rise through the company and what it is that we look for in people at Boat Folk. And Jordan is a great example of someone with a great attitude and work ethic. Well, we shall uh, dig into that and see uh, how far we've come. But before we um, look too much at the time with Boat Folk, I think, Jordan, let's have a little look back. Um, you know, we're at Boat Folk, all about people having fun on, in or under the water. And I think certainly in the water, um, you've done a few things in a swimming pool. Was it a, a 10 metre swimming badge or something? Yeah, a little bit more than the 10 metre. Uh, yeah, so I originally was swimming for sea close and the Isle of Wight before I came over to Hansler Marina. So I represented the island since 2011. Uh, I was captain of the Isle of Wight swim team and also competed in 2011 for the World Youth Island Games, which took me to uh, Sicily. So that's just like a mini Olympic games for young people. So you're competing internationally with other islands around the world. Uh, so that was a really big opportunity for me and you know it was a memory that I'm always going to carry with me That's I've nice. also got the uh, butterfly 50 metre record oh. I don't know whether it's been beaten oh, now but that was oh, when I was uh, 14 15 so I, I still hold that to my heart oh, and uh, I probably need to get back in the pool again and see if I've still got it you know <laughs> so, <laughs> so how fast did you do that 50 metres so that was uh, 28 seconds back then wow. so uh, nice going Tom and that, I mean, credit to you, John, that's amazing. Not only just being a bit of a water baby anyway, but, you know, to me, you know, and as we are looking at the kind of celebrating the people aspect of our business, you know, immediately that says to me, that's someone who, what time are you getting up every morning to train for that? So I wasn't more of the earliest, but I was, you know, training five times a week. So, you know, that's putting a lot of dedication into our sessions after school. Also then going to the gym on top of that as well. So it was a lot of hours put in, but... You know, if you, you've got that end goal to go somewhere or race every weekend to compete, you know, you've got that drive. So that's what I think. Yeah, you're really focused on yeah. that goal. Amazing. And a few trophies to, uh, yeah. to, to reflect on. And, uh, yeah, amazing, amazing stuff, John. And then, uh, so, so, you know, with, with love for the swimming there, obviously from the Isle of Wight. Yeah. So with a, uh, you know, a love for the swimming, quite an obvious step to be a coast guard or, or lifeguard, in fact, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So, uh, from going from the swimming, uh, it then went on to doing lifeguarding, which I did at the swimming pool where I trained most of the time, where I shortly then left there to become a beach lifeguard down in Ride. Uh, I don't know how many people are familiar with Ride, but you know, the tide does go out quite a way when it does go out. So there's a lot of time just 
looking at a lot of sandbanks, but <laughs> when the tide does come in, it's, you know, it's really making people aware of the tide coming in and the dangers that, you know, that come with that. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's using a surfboard, kayak, uh, just making sure you can make rescues on the water for people in need, you know, in that event of an emergency. Uh, and, you know, from coming with that, I did a lot of surfing from, you know, getting on using those boards to then what we've got now, you know, hopefully having paddle boards uh, coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really getting onto a lot of board sports. And uh, this year I've also started uh, wakeboarding. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, tell us more. Yeah. yeah, so I've started behind, you know, in the cable and then recently I've just gone behind the boat, which is actually really good i recommend people trying it excellent was like bambi on ice for that at the start but now uh get in there so bring on next year. a real adrenaline rush on that that's <laughs> amazing john just just going back there to to ride um you know lifeguard duties i mean you know on a, on a spring tide i mean can that really come in at quite a speed across the center yeah absolutely and it, you know it goes through the narrower channel so you could have a sandbank that then gets cut off so you, you know you might be you know it goes out a mile out but then uh, mm-hmm. it comes around in different directions it normally comes from where the pier is and circles its way around so if you're not really familiar with the Isle of Wight being quite a tourist destination some people may not be to the beaches before so mm-hmm. It could be a shock to people when they look around and go, actually, I'm now being cut off. So it's just making sure that you're always vigilant and making sure people are, you know, aware and learning. Because, you know, if you don't know, you, you don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And it's good my ignorance. I think I know the answer, but it's a different lifeguard to a pool and the sea. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, what are they checking off with that? So pool lifeguard, I like to say it's a bit of a glorified cleaner. You only have to do your 25 meter swim, uh, you know, in 20 seconds. While compared to beach lifeguard, you're doing your 400 meter open swim in under eight minutes. So, you you know, your swimming has to be a little bit better to be a beach lifeguard compared to a pool lifeguard. So good good on you. Amazing effort. Amazing. So, um, just going to build in a picture, Jordan. It's so interesting, actually. Um, you, you then, you know, we, 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 very intrepid. You found yourself taking an overseas adventure down to, well, around Sydney. Yeah. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah. So I, I obviously was doing the lifeguarding while I was, you know, at college. And then it came to the stage college was over and it was, you know, go to university or, go traveling and get some life skills and and that's really where I went for so yeah I went to Sydney originally so that was my working holiday visa in Australia which I was there for a year did the east coast did the great ocean road so yet again you know I'm around the water and you know during that time we got you know got into a different line of work at the time which kind of led me maybe on the way to where I am now but uh you know it got me into more of that hospitality yeah sector and leisure industry so good fun well you know I'd say you certainly jumped out of me with your CV but actually you know we should uh begin to talk about your journey with boat folk and actually that started at East Cows Marina as a marina assistant yeah. but I know my opposite number uh, beloved Mike Townsend Townie <laughs> I know he would have been looking at that as a quality together with the commitment you put into your swimming but uh actually to you know be into that hospitality side and to perform well at that 
And, you know, I think we across the group share the view that actually if the attitude, the enthusiasm, the work ethic is right, the skills can follow. And I think, uh, you know, Mike took you on from there. I mean, do you want to talk about yeah. East Council? I was, I was quite uh, blunt, actually, in my interview because, you know, I saw it out on the county press website and thought, you know, this would be, a, you know, a great summer job, you know, being around the water again in a new line of work. You know, I've never been around boats originally. I have never done any sailing or powerboating before starting for the company i pretty much said that in my interview it's probably not the best interview to go to you know i was just pretty straightforward with mike actually saying i don't actually know anything about boats but you know i'd love to work here you know i've got that hospitality and dealing with people but you know if you want me to do a bowling or you you know want you know it goes in bow first starboard side two port side two i wouldn't actually know at this stage i was very new to the whole industry and you know it was just i was willing to learn it but it was just that case i went with zero knowledge and like you say it took me on yeah. Here we go. Here we go. And, started. And, and you know what? What you did bring. Uh, okay, you didn't have that knowledge immediately, but you brought uh, a huge bag of effort and enthusiasm. And uh, Mike clearly saw that. And uh, you know, people like you do shine actually. And, and in fact, actually, you never quite get to know somebody brilliantly in an interview. So to have Marina assistance. Who you really get to know, you know, for example, your good self, Jordan, but but Paul Swain, birthing manager down at Portland. He was a student here at Hansler. Rach Foster, manager at Deacons. She was a student here. Jess, the assistant manager at Cows. She is a student, uh, Marina assistant, and uh, yours truly at Hansler. So, um, yeah, it's often a way of really seeing firsthand, you know, that character, enthusiasm, personality, which you can't really get sometimes in that half an hour in an interview. So, uh, yeah. so Mike saw that in spades with you, which is brilliant. And, and then we poached you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we came and, uh, Dived in. Uh, we had an opportunity um, for you, John, here, which is um, as a birthing master, which uh, again, I saw, you know, everything that Mike loved about you, which say all of those boxes ticked. And we've really further developed you in terms of getting, obviously, you knew boats relatively well by the time you finished with these cows, but, but getting further into that, uh, you've become one of our best boat movers. Your kind of spatial awareness and understanding with that has uh, really, really come on leaps and bounds. And um, yeah, I mean, you've really uh, grown your interest and appetite across the water. Indeed, you've done that. You've got a bit of a crew doing around the island each year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going well. Tell us a little bit about that. How you oh, find it? Yeah, no, around the island, I, you know, I recommend it to anybody. You know, uh, it's just that really buzz of all the, all those yachts going down to the needles at the start. You know, it's really just a scene to, you, you know, be a part of just seeing folks left and right you know, tacking in and out of each other. It's just amazing to actually be a part of it, and especially racing around my home island. It's, yeah. you know, a real rush for me. And, I, you know, it's a lot to do with the drinking, maybe. You know, it is a big part of it. What time do you go to bed before the race start? <laughs> you know, maybe if it's a six, seven o'clock start, we might be in bed at three o'clock. It's one of those. Um, <laughs> three hours sleep. Yeah. Respectable. You don't want to think about it too much. It's just get up and go. So uh, work out on the day. But uh, it's been great, actually, being at Hasler from, you know, going from East Cows, uh, obviously the big site of Hasler. It's baptism of fire almost. It's... Uh, it's a, if you can work here, I think you can work anywhere within the group. I think it's it's a good Personally. one. 
we do flatter ourselves a little bit as being a bit of a training ground here. So it's uh, great, yeah. great that you're with us. And, you know, John and, uh, came as birthing master here. And uh, very quickly, you know, half a year on, became senior birthing master. Uh, particularly what we mean by that actually is to really take a, a good lean on a lot of the annual birthing uh, allocations, administration. And, um, and, and yeah, Jordan has, has uh, risen to that challenge incredibly well. And again, just talking about the, keep saying the word attitude, but, but actually the way we did our large dredging campaign in the spirit of trying to develop stuff. And Jordan, in this case, I kind of, uh, gave the reins a little bit in terms of the, the dredging logistics and, uh, and, and working up the plan for that. And, um, yeah, John, uh, really, really passed the test on that one. I was um, incredibly amazed. Uh, how, how well he came through. Not that we'd expect people to do it on their days off, but he was even messaging on his days off to check that things have been moved because, uh, yeah, he, he cared deeply. And, and, and that's, uh, re- really, really what matters here. And, um, I think the big reveal and, and spoiler alert, we're, we're delighted that we will be making Jordan up to support Colin as another assistant manager with us at Hasler. So really, uh, the, the development and training will continue. And, you know, boat folk, it's a very exciting time, growing company. And, um, you know, he'll be lying in wait for that next opportunity. So, um, it's a really exciting story. And, um, do pop in to, to the Hasler office and have a good chat with Jordan, uh, be around the island, be his, uh, his drinking, uh, uh, <laughs> around cows, uh, or, or any of the, uh, uh, things he's been up to. But, um, John, it's, you know, thanks for, for your hard work. It's great to have you with us at Hasler. And um, thank, thanks for yeah. your time with this podcast. No, thank you. And I, I'd like to thank both folk, really, for, you know, giving the shot, giving me the opportunity to prove myself, if anything. So, uh, good on you. Bring on the uh, future. Absolutely. <laughs> nice one, Jordan. All right, thank thanks, you. mate. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Folk Tales and that you join us for the next episode soon. 